0: Jai Guru, pranam. Good morning to all of you. We'll start our discussion with a prayer. So please close the eyes. I humbly bow to my Gurudev, Paramahamsa, Pragyan Anandaji, to my Param Gurudev, Paramahamsa, Harihar Anandaji, and the lineage of masters. I bow to all of you. Om Sahana Bhavatu, Sahana Bhunaktu, Sahaviriyam Karavavahai, Tejasvina Badhi Tamastu, ma Om Shanti 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 Shantihi. May God protect us all. May he allow us to enjoy together to exert together. May our discussions be sincere and faithful. May there there not be any discord amongst us. May there be peace. Om Tat Sat Om. Good morning again. My name is Amit Chatterjee. And I'm speaking to you from Seattle, Washington. Several years ago, when I was visiting Sri Hariharananda Gurukulam, our ashram in Balighai Puri, I met a Kriyavan from Kolkata. He made a very interesting statement that resonates with me even today. I do not remember his name anymore, but he had said that his family had a long association with our masters he remembered that he visited Hariharananda Baba with his grandfather when he was just a toddler. Then in course of time, he got his initiation as well. And as he was reflecting back on his life and his time with the masters, he said, you know, I have received many blank checks from the gurus, but it is unfortunate that I have not been able to cash any one of them. This statement resonates with me. I certainly feel like that, and maybe others do as well. We are disciples of this exalted lineage of masters. Even when we are not in their physical company, their teachings are with us through their books, through the daily videos that come on YouTube with a message for the day. The gurus are constantly blessing us with love, with auspiciousness and loving teachings and wisdom. Teachings, if we were to apply to our life with discipline, we would certainly change our life. But how many of us are able to do that? How many of us are able to follow those teachings sincerely and apply to our lives? This thought has been prominent in my mind for the last few months. If I am a disciple of the gurus, How should my life be? What principles should anchor every day of my life? The material that I share with you today really has come from this contemplation. In fact, this material was more for myself. But I'm sharing this with you in case this is useful for some of you. Or maybe you will contemplate on the teachings and come up with principles that apply to yourself. And if you have such insight, please please do reach out to me. I'd be interested in knowing. With that, I'll share my screen. Today I'll talk about five principles. Number one, find happiness within, you're not you. You're the real you. Number two, breath control is self-control. Seek the self in every breath. Number three, surrender to the divine in prayer. Four, practice to welcome each day with courage and spirit. And five, live a conscious life. Play your role with joy. Of this, number one is really the goal that a disciple is after. And number five is a complementary goal of how life should play out, how the journey should be if we are trying to reach that goal. So in that sense, one and five are both goals for a disciple. And numbers two, three, and four are how life should be lived to accomplish these goals. Now we could talk about each of these for a long time. Our talk is only for 30 minutes. So I'll just share some insight of each one of these. And then perhaps you can contemplate more on these and make the principles your own. Find happiness within. You're not you, you're the real you. Every one of us, whether we are on the spiritual path or whatever our occupation might be, are really trying to find happiness in everything that we do. But it is our common experience and also the experience of others that happiness that we get from objects of the world or from accomplishments there are temporary. They are not lasting forever. And especially as we grow older, and the situations around us change, we find that happiness is that much farther away. On the other hand, if you take a look at the gurus, the self-realized teachers, you see them happy no matter what their age, what their physical condition, what the condition of the world is. Our gurus constantly tell us that look for happiness within. There is joy, there is uninterrupted bliss, which which is our true nature, which is within us. Try to find that. Hariharananda Baba made the statement, you are not you, you are the real you. We can try to get an intuitive understanding of this. Every one of us, we have five characteristics. Existence. Consciousness, bliss, name and form. Of course, we are very familiar with name and form. That is essentially our mind and our body complex. The other three, we can try to understand intuitively. Existence, nobody will deny. Nobody denies that we exist. That is easy to understand. Consciousness also is easy to understand. We are aware, we are conscious. Nobody will deny that. The fact that we are bliss, that takes a little more contemplation. If you analyze your feelings at any moment, even now, you will see that if you have any restlessness within or any unhappiness, they will be in one of two categories. Either the feelings are about your body and something which is going on with the body, or the feelings are about mind conjuring up something that we like or we do not like. Unhappiness is always in these two categories related to name and form. So for a moment, imagine that you're able to set these two categories of worries and unhappiness aside. Then you will find then there is no unhappiness. There is no restlessness. There is no... Misery. And this, in fact, is the state that we enjoy in deep sleep every night. But now, as disciples, we are trying to find this state consciously. Most of our time is spent in this world with the five lower chakras. Our gurus say that if we can raise our awareness to the top two chakras and then shift the attention. the silent witness which is behind the mind, then we will know our true self. The self which is just a silent witness, not tormented by diseases, not impacted by any concerns, everlasting, blissful, peace. That is our true self. That is the goal that we are after. And we should remember this in mind, that that is the real goal of a disciple's life. Let's talk a little bit about the complementary role, goal, which is about living life consciously. While we are trying to seek the self within, most of our time will be spent with name and form. In this world, we are playing out different roles in our lives and together we play out this drama of life. But how are we playing our roles? Are we playing them joyfully? Would our gurus be happy with our attitudes and behavior? That is the question. Those who have taken Kriya initiation, they know that anything that we do in this world falls in five groups of activities. Either we are earning money, or spending time in family activities, food or health, in emotional situations, or in intellectual or religious activities. These are the five groups of activities which play out in our life. Each one of them activated by a chakra and the chakras themselves are activated by the power of God. So if, and Kriya Yoga says that we do not need to shun any of these activities. We live life with moderation. And if we can imagine in the midst of these activities that it is really the power of God which is enabling us to act, then life will be beautiful. How do we remember this in the midst of our activities? Our gurus teach us that in the battle of life, the five Pandavas of the Mahabharata represent the five chakras. The name of the youngest Pandava was Sahadeva. Sahadeva is a beautiful word. It means with God. If we just remember this as a mantra, Sahadeva, with God, in the midst of our activities, then we will have that feeling of God acting through us, we are earning money. No problem. Sahadeva. We are with God. Then there will be no problem. We are spending time in physical pleasure and family activities. Sahadeva. God is with us. We are eating food. Offer that to God. Sahadeva. We are spending time in emotional situations with each other. Sahadeva. God is with us. We are spending time in temple and ri- in rituals and churches sahadeva, we are with God, this simple mantra during our day-to-day activity will remind us that we are with God all the time. In fact, Guruji says that spiritual life is the proper expression of love, kindness, and compassion through our words, attitude, and behavior. In fact, this statement also serves as a measure of our progress in spiritual life. To the extent that we are living life with joy is the extent to which we have progressed. We will know that. Our family and friends will also know about our progress. So these two are the two goals of life for a disciple. The other three are really all related to the mind. So while we have an intuitive understanding of the goals, we also know that our mind comes in the way. In fact, mind comes in the way in three different forms, and the remaining three principles are related to them. First, there's our own mind, which we know is a flow of thoughts. Then there is Mother Nature or the Cosmic Mind, which we can think of flow of events or situations. And finally, there are mind impressions, memories, habits, impulses that we have cultivated throughout this life or even in life's past. All of these can become potential obstacles and we need to find a way to deal with them. Let's first talk about our own mind. If we cannot control our own mind, how are we going to find the self within? Most of the time, our body is in one place and the mind is wandering about. How are we then going to seek the self within? Our gurus teach us that to control the mind, we need to control the breath. In fact, our gurus are constantly telling us to watch the breath. If we can just watch the breath in every activity and command the mind to leave some attention on the breath all the time, then life will change. If you follow what Guruji says and think of all the times he has told us about watching the breath, what are the advantages of watching the breath? I think of three primary advantages of watching the breath. First of all, the breath keeps us in the present moment. This is mindfulness. Second, if we watch the breath, we can in fact watch the thoughts which are arising in us. And then we can try to stay detached from the thoughts. And finally, watching the breath gets us constant awareness of who we are. If you calmly sit and observe your breath, you might even listen to the sound of the breath. Every exhalation is hum. Every inhalation is sa. Guruji says that this is the ajapa gayatri, the non-chantable mantra, which is going on within us all the time. Hamsa. Hamsa is short of aham saha which means I am that, or soham, which is sa-aham, that I am. Every moment when you watch the breath and your mind is quiet, this is what the breath is reminding us. I am that. I am that. I am that. And as the breath slows down, as the mind becomes peaceful, then we can try to shift the attention to the self within, the subject who is watching all this drama unfold. That is the real self. So this is how with breath control, we can seek the self in every breath. Now this world is a drama, is a play of God. Guruji reminds us that the play of God is for our own growth. There is positives in the world and there are negatives. If we cannot see the world in both these perspectives, our knowledge is incomplete. This world is alluring. There is enchanting beauty to behold in every step. At the same time, there are cyclones, there are fires, there are pandemics. And as long as we are confined to this body and mind, we may not comprehend how this drama of life is playing out. It is hard for us to comprehend God's will. And that can be a distraction to our journey. It can raise uncertainty, fear, and distract us from the goal. But what we can do, though, is to pray to God for protection Prayer solves two goals for us. On one hand, we can reach out to God, the cosmic mind, for protection. And also, we can surrender to the divine. Prayer also infuses us with new determination, new zeal to stick to our path to avoid the distractions. Any prayer that you can come up with from your heart is good and will work for you. Our scriptures are also replete with many prayers. I will share one with you today, which is a favorite of mine. This couple of verses are from the Sri Chandi. I will chant this verse. Sarva swaroopi sarveshe, sarva shakti samanvite, bhaye no devi, Durga devi namastate it means in all forms you are the ruler of all you are all strength devi save us from fear o durga devi salutations to you if you take a look at the meaning of these verses sarva sarupe you manifest as everything without you nothing exists The appearance of multiplicity is nothing but you. Sarveshe, you are the ruler, regulator of all. Nothing can happen without your will. Sarvas Shakti Samanvite, you are omnipotent. You are the real strength. You are the strength of Brahma, Vishnu, Shiva. Bhaye no Devi, you remove our fears. Fear afflicts everything. Omnipotent Mother, please remove our fears. Durge Devi namastute Mother Durga, we bow to you. If we chant these prayers with contemplation of the meanings and from our heart, then we are both reaching out to God with our fervent requests and also surrendering to God. This is the way we control or we stay undistracted from mother nature. Now we will talk about the fourth, the last principle to talk about today, practice to welcome each day with courage and spirit. We all are fortunate to have received the sacred technique of Kriya Yoga from our teachers. And this technique we are to practice every day till we reach their goal and even beyond hari harananda baba used to say practice 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 makes us perfect our gurus remind us that really all we have to do is sit down and bring the right attitude to practice and then the gurus and the god and breath within us will take over The gurus, in fact, do the practice within us if we can just bring the right attitude to our practice. What should then our practice be? Meditation is, interestingly, somebody had said that prayer is us reaching out to God and meditation is God responding. When we sit down to meditate and calm our mind, the breath, the gurus within us, God within us, meditates and completes the task for us. Kriya meditation, particularly, is so sacred because the technique that we have learned, in fact, burns up all the impressions which are stored in the spine, in the chakras. These are the samskaras of this life and life's past. So to free ourselves from the shackles of those impulses, Kriya meditation is the way. But what should our attitude be to our practice? When we get up in the morning to practice, how should we feel? Our gurus tell us that in another day has come, another beautiful day. God has given us rest and has given us energy. This is a day to look forward to, to resume our journey again. We are to bring that spirit, that zeal to our practice. Sage Patanjali says in his Yoga Sutras, there is a sutra which says, Tatras jatnya yatnya abhyasaha. To be established there, practice carefully with spirit. This word, yatna, which means spirit or care, is very important for us. Guruji reminds us that we are on this journey to meet our beloved. Every moment, God is aware of us, even if we have, not, uh, for, we have not remembered God. So when we are in this path to meet with God, what should our attitude be? Should we not have a smile on our face? Should we not show eagerness? Lahiri Mahasaya says, Banat Banat banjay. In the midst of this practice, by relentlessly staying at it, one day we will find God. So, as we are there on this path, let us bring that courage and spirit in our practice. Let us welcome each day, for each day is the opportunity for us to live out the life of a disciple. So with that, this was a short introspection of the uh, principles that I feel that I should anchor my life on. Just to recap these again. The first one, find happiness within. You're not you. You're the real you. This is really our goal. Number five, the complementary principle. Live a conscious life. Play your role with joy. Number two, three, and four helps us get there. Number two is breath control is self-control. Seek the self in every breath. Number three, surrender to the divine in prayer. And four, practice to welcome each day with courage and spirit. The life of a disciple is really a journey to transform ourselves. If we follow this Kriya practice sincerely, life will change. This will become a beautiful life. There was once a king who was so busy with his work in the palace that he would seldom leave the palace. Yet every day his mind longed to see the beauty of nature. The queen came up with a solution that why don't we paint the walls of the palace with beautiful scenes of nature. Immediately, two artists were summoned, and they were given a room to paint on the walls. The first painter started immediately, and pretty soon, a beautiful picture of a forest with trees, with animals, with birds, waterfalls, started taking shape. The second painter, on the other hand, didn't even pick up his brush. He just picked up a cloth and started polishing the wall. The king would come by periodically to check the progress. And he was not happy that the second painter was not painting at all. But nonetheless, he decided to wait till the time that was given to them. And when that stipulated time was over, the king came by to check the progress. The first painter had painted this beautiful picture and the king was extremely happy and paid him handsomely. He then turned to the second painter. The second painter calmly requested the attendants of the king's king to remove all the furnitures and objects from the room. And when that was done, was an, what an amazing sight it was. The painting of the first painter reflected on this wall, which was now highly polished. And King was surprised and pleased that the picture and the reflection seemed even more beautiful than the original one. Our life is like that. God has put us in this world to polish our lives so that his beauty is reflected in us all the time. And to do that, we have to polish the roughness of our ego, pride, vanity, jealousy, fear, so that God's image in us is not obstructed at all. This is what the gurus have been teaching us. And I hope that with the sincere practice of Kriya Yoga, the blessings of God and gurus, all of us, who are disciples of this exalted lineage, will be able to transform our lives. My pronouns to all of you. There's about 15 minutes left. We will do a little meditation now. This is not Kriya meditation. This is just a general meditation. So wherever you are, Please close your eyes and just relax within. Just bring the attention to the middle of the eyebrows in the forehead. Keep the spine straight. Eyes are closed. Bring all the attention within. In this 15 minutes, not to worry about everything, anything. God and gurus are with us. They will take care. Let us just try to find that peace within, which is our real self. Calmly observe the breath, giving the mind something to do. Watch the breath. Every inhalation coming in through the nostrils. Exhalations. Just watch. Aware of every breath. Who is breathing day and night within us? Breath is so special Ayuhu Vaihu. Breath is life Balam Vayuhu. Breath is our strength. Vayu dhata Sharirinaha. Breath. Sustains our life. Vayuhu sarvam idam vishvam. Breath is everything in this world. Let us watch the breath. Vayu pratyaksha devataha. It is the physical manifestation. Of the divinity within. As you watch, be aware of the calmness within, silence. The sound of silence within. That is our consciousness, divinity, whispering to us. effortless breathing. You are just there, no worries, ever present in the breath. Now take a slow, long, deep inhalation. Holding the breath for a moment, gently bend forward, bowing your head down. And exhale back to normal conscious breathing again. The act of bowing is a simple act of humility. You're bowing down to God, to Gurus, to the divinity within. Grateful for this life, grateful for this breath, ever prayerful for the protection of God and Gurus. Still watching the breath. Aware of the feelings within maybe some heaviness in the head prana consciousness concentration there praying to the divine mother bhayebhyastrahino devi durge devi namastate O divine mother remove all fears from our lives we surrender to you more love more surrender Still with the breath, Guruji says, not to miss even a single breath. Now take a slow, long inhalation, Holding the breath, gently sit up again. Spine straight, exhale. Normal conscious breathing. Attention back to the breath. Still that calmness within. now to practice some deep breathing take a slow long deep inhalation and exhale slow long deep with every inhalation effortlessly filling up the lungs every exhalation, a complete exhalation. Inhale, peace. Exhale, love. Inhale, peace. Exhale love at your own pace, inhaling in peace, all worries, restlessness, melting away. Exhale love. Inhale peace, exhale love. In every breath, courage, spirit, we are practicing the divine technique, inhaling in peace. Exhaling love. God has given us another day, another day to proceed towards divinity. Inhale peace, exhale love. Inhale, love, exhale, peace. Now return back to normal breathing, calmness within. Bring the attention. Back to the middle of the eyebrows. This is the door of the divine kingdom. Look within. Inside the cranium. Calmly watch. No more thoughts, nothing to practice anymore. Gently shifting the attention to the self within, the silent witness Merging with that. Silent meditation. Just rest there effortlessly. Try. Bring the attention back to the breath again. Back to body consciousness, breath consciousness. This is the Hamsa state. Ham the body. Sa the breath, the soul within. Calmly watch. If you feel any calmness within, this is the result of your meditation, the blessings of God and gurus. We'll close with a prayer for the well being of everyone. Om sarve bhavantu sukhinaha sarve shantu niramayaha sarve bhadrani pashyantu makaschit dukkabhag bhavet. Let all be healthy let all be happy let all be in auspiciousness let there be no misery om shanti shanti shantihi let there be peace let god and gurus bless all endlessly I humbly bow to the Gurus. I humbly bow to the Divinity in each one of you. Jai Guru Pranam. Thank you for joining in today.